0: Hello, it is your host Johnny from Johnny's Book Reviews, a site to help inspire you guys to go read. So, go read. Hopefully, you guys this week is doing well. Again, for me, it's a little crazy, right? But today's episode is going to be over debt trap how student loans became a national catastrophe by. Josh Mitchell. Now, this is my current read at the moment, so I'm not providing an in-depth review. I'm just providing a little information about the book and providing a little bit more context about student loans, specifically in my experience in the chaos that is ensuing and what I'm learning with the 100 k of student loans that I have. All right, this is going to be the quick spiel uh, about johnny's book reviews essentially where to find me if you want more information about the books that i've read or if you want a quick review etc so if you guys want a quick review or a quick post or a quick video about the book definitely check out my uh, facebook and instagram i provide a post every day and provide as much information on those posts as i can and then on Goodreads, I provide a review over every book that I read. So that's my most up-to-date one where I'm currently putting every book that I have read. And then my Twitter account, Johnny's Book Rev one I provide a thread about books, provide some lessons that I got from books, book reviews, etc. My YouTube channel, Johnny's Book Reviews, I don't have... I have a couple reviews on there, but I'm, I'm trying to provide quicker reviews, but also uh, videos of books that I see or kind of quick reviews over books that I have read. This podcast uh, has, I'm providing a review every Friday, a deeper review over books, uh, trying to get, dive deeper into these books. And then I'm going to be mentioning or talking a little bit about how I've been able to read so much, my thoughts about reading, etc. on separate days. And so if you guys want to support this podcast, you can support from $1 to $10. We'll help out this podcast, provide better reviews to you guys, etc. And then I provide written reviews on johnniesbookreviews.com. That's kind of where I started, but that's a big platform where I have a ton of blogs and reviews on there. So definitely check that out as well. And then on medium.com, I'm focusing a little bit more on medium.com because there's like a big writing community on there. So uh, that's at Johnny's Book Reviews. I provided, you know, again, a ton of book reviews on there and a ton of blogs that are not actually on the, the website yet, Johnny's Book Reviews. So definitely check that out as well. And you may follow, but that's where you can find me and this episode is going to be over this book now i'm going to just provide a little bit more information about the book a little bit more context specifically with student loans and and how it relates to my experience on student loans and how honestly student loans are a lot harder to pay off than credit cards and I'll, i'll provide a little story with my experience and on what happened to me but without further ado let's get into the episode I was looking through scribe.com, a great platform where it has audiobooks and ebooks. It's just like Kindle and Audio or Audible combined, and it's just a great platform. It's only $12.99. Highly suggest using that platform if you like audiobooks as well as ebooks. It's just a great platform. It has a lot of different new books as well and a lot of older books. And it really has helped me read more consistently. But anyways. I was looking through that site, and I came across a book called Debt Trap, How Student Loans Became a National Catastrophe by Josh Mitchell. Now, Josh discusses the history of student loans and how it started in the 1950s and has progressed to where it is now. It's absolute chaos right now. It's unbelievable the situation that it is, and I can't believe the things that are happening right now with student loans. biggest thing we're allowing that to happen right Uh, there's no punishment or repercussions for colleges raising the cost of their tuition and making forcing students a lot of students to take out loans I mean you have to like for me for example I went to Denison and school when I came into Denison was only 58 thousand and then once I left four years later it was 68000 and it got even harder each time every year to pay that amount each year and I was like what is going on and so if college costs could increase $10,000 per year I don't know what even don't want to know I don't even want to know what's going to happen in the next 15 plus years so with that too, is like not only denison but also for example other colleges dartmouth uh u s c right now is actually reaching a ninety thousand per year now not many students are you know paying that full amount, but also uh, some students are and taking out a lot of loans to pay for that school now it gets to the point where when will the first school it'll probably be a private school reach one hundred k per year? And it's gonna happen probably in 2026, mark my words. But that's a lot of money, right? That's four hundred thousand dollars for four years. Now, there's no job that's going to match that. So, when, once you come out of you know college, it's gonna be you know you might get a hundred thousand dollar job, but you're not gonna get a job that equals that amount. So. Is it a really good investment? Is it a good investment to spend $400,000 if you're not going to get that amount until probably 10 plus years? See, that's where I'm getting at, right? It's like that disproportionate ratio now is where once you're coming out, you're only making in the minimum salary coming out of college is $50,000 by the way. So once you're coming out and you have a stack of debt, that investment Is a wash, right? I would honestly like if I was gonna invest, the better investment honestly would just be to go to community college, pay it full out, etc., maybe work full time, invest my money into the 401k, invest my money into dividend stocks, and that money would compound a lot more than going to college going to a four year school or even grad school right and that's i think we have to understand that education higher education is tainted right colleges are trying to make as much money off of you as possible now i love education i love learning etc but it's way too expensive now of course right now colleges are offering students free or like kind of free tuition because of covid which is great but that's only for the next couple school years for, I think, up to class of 2026 or something like that. And so what about 2027? What about 2028? Where these schools will start picking up the price of college even more, and that's what's scary. And so this book talks a lot about specifically the debt, right? Student loan debt and what really happened and how it became a monster, how refueled this monster and how this monster helps colleges make even more money off you now the thing is the problem is colleges won't tell you about the student loan debt how hard it is to pay off and that is very unethical It, it could be actually criminal but it's it's still you're signing the contract it's very easy to get a loan a student loan. A lot easier than a credit card, right? You don't get, uh, you don't have to get approval or anything like that. You can just sign it. You can just say yes, I want it. And you know, the financial aid officer, or the advisor won't even tell you like, oh yeah, this is what you should do. They they just want you to go to the college. And they'll have you sign the dotted lines for a thirty thousand dollar loan or a forty thousand dollar loan. That's what happened to me at grad school. My director there i i wanted to drop out heavily right it encouraged me to not and that's besides the point i don't think that's right but uh it is what it is maybe ultimately i i would have to pay that amount anyways because i was like halfway through the program but i'm not sure uh but if i was able to not pay for the other half I think that would have been a better option and that's what I was trying to get at with her and uh, I guess I didn't really say it as specifically as I wanted to but I don't think she had the best interest in mind for me specifically. Why I wanted to drop out was because at that period of time I had $85,000 in debt and I knew that if I kept on going to this route I would have more debt and it would be super hard to pay it off and I didn't want to reach 100k she discouraged me to to continue with the track continue with grad school and I think that's very wrong and now it's very hard to pay off and I'm I'm pissed I am pissed right now like this entire week I've been pissed specifically on the process and why that happened and why she encouraged me to do that and why the person encouraged me to do that. So that's my current read. So the introduction sucked me in. Again, this is the story that how student loans started in the 1950s. The objective was to give higher education to people in the 1950s now of course this is tainted now uh the objective now is just to make as much money for the loan companies the government as well as the private loan companies and then also the colleges right the colleges are a business and i don't think we understand that that a college is a business they're trying to make as much money off you as possible and we don't understand that i don't think we we understand that and I think we get clouded on the idea it's like an education, but how much money are you going to fork over in your life, right? For me, it's 11 years to, for that education, right? 11 years, money is not all of it, but I would have been able to do a lot more with my time, a lot more with my money, etc. if I didn't focus all my attention on undergrad and grad school, just going to community college. I think that's the best thing for it. Right now, right, and I, I wish I had that option. But at that period of time, I thought community college was looked down upon. I thought it was a bad option. I thought it was so bad. And now I'm looking back. I'm like, dude, community college is the best option by far, especially in 2015. Still, best decision, and I should have went to that decision. Now, do I regret going under undergrad a little bit? But not really. I really loved undergrad. But again. It was a lot of money. I regret going to grad school. And again, I I talk about how I wanted to drop out heavily. And the director there stated, hey, you should just continue. It'd be fine. Everything's good. Don't drop out. And I was like, okay. And I think that's unethical. I really think it is. But anyways, everything changed when 1970s, when Sally May went from a government company to a private company they could do anything with students now and they're they focus all their intention on that exploiting them and sucking them in on the idea of having a higher education but the objective was to actually make a lot of money off students and that's the objective now and i'm seeing it now while reading this book and i'm like whoa wow that's why i'm pissed right i'm I'm getting into the realization more of my student loans and then also talk about You know, a little bit more why I'm pissed, but also why uh, the the situation when I looked at my uh, loan, I was like, what is going on? And I'll talk a little bit about how student loans are so hard to pay off, and that's what's making me pissed as well. Uh, Doesn't this sound familiar? Uh, The objective was to make, you know, as much money off the students as possible, but doesn't this sound familiar? This is the same technique as, you know, what credit cards do, as auto loans do to you, right? And it's crazy that we use the higher education exploit, the the decoy, to lure all these students to get into debt forever. They lock you in forever. And that's the point that I'm saying here is, like, the student loans – lock you in forever you can't get a uh you can't get rid of them unless you buckle down and pay it off as quickly as possible however i realize it is super hard to do that and i'll mention that later probably may help the wheel turn many other companies join in there they realize there was a gold mine here And the students are the focus, right? Fast forward 60 years, it turned into a ravenous monster. Now 43 million Americans have student loan debt with a combined debt of $1.5 trillion. We have student loan debt that is combined in America at $1.5 trillion. What? Once you have this debt, it's very difficult to get out of it. Harder than credit card debt. You can't declare bankruptcy and you can't wipe it out. So bankruptcy is basically stating or filing bankruptcy is wiping out all your debts. Now, the thing is, once you declare bankruptcy, your financial future in financial, well, your financial futures will be hard later, like for the next decade. Your credit score will tank. Your credit score will have a mark on it for 10 years. I would not advise bankruptcy, but bankruptcy wipes out all your debt. However, it does not wipe out your student loan debt. So that's why I say you're stuck with the student loan debt forever because you can't declare bankruptcy and wipe it out. No, you have to pay the company. You have to pay the student loan forever. And you can't wipe it out with bankruptcy. And also, if you don't pay the minimum per month, you don't want to get in trouble with the government. Because they're going to track you, right? A lot of people, like I've heard with not paying taxes on IRS, that's a bad idea too. I would not advise doing that because they can track you, they can prosecute you, and actually they could put you in jail. So, I would advise paying your taxes but also I'd advise paying your student loans as well. You know, it's something that you've you've done, you got into that situation, now you have to pay it off. It sucks. That's what I'm getting into right now and I'm realizing the mecha- mechanics within why it's so powerful, why it's so chaotic and why it's so of a monster and how it's so hard to pay it off and I'm realizing that I'm like dang now i know i wish i didn't do it but it is what it is now we have to progress forward and start paying it off as quickly as possible put more money into it as much as possible so what's going on i thought higher education was supposed to be this american dream it is now required for many jobs but you're forever trapped in in this debt if you take out loans and Many people will take out loans. Like that's almost a guaranteed now. You will take out a loan. And if you don't, that is very good. Don't take out loans to go to college. If you can, do not take any loans out. And that's what the, the advice I would say. So, again, it begs the question if college is worth it. I don't think it is at the moment. No. But the only reasonable price option is community college, which I would choose before a public or private school. Uh, I think community college is probably the best option at the moment. Now, of course, if you're going into a career that requires an actual four-year degree or graduate school, like a doctor or a teacher, then you would have to do that. Of course, I think those careers should be free. Uh, for education for should be free for certain careers, especially uh, education, especially for teachers, especially for doctors. But... It is what it is because, you know, doctors, they rack up at least two to $300,000 in debt too, especially lawyers as well. So, it I mean, they're making a lot of money, yes, but also it's going to take a little bit of time to have them pay that loan off. And again, their doctors and lawyers, they're going for school for at least seven, eight years. So... That interest is just occurring all through that period of time, and that loan is getting bigger and bigger and bigger. So, I don't know. That's the thing, is right, is that the more time that you're in school, the more time that you don't have to pay that loan off, and the interest just occurs, and you're trapped, right? And so then once you come out, like what happened to me after seven years, once you come out, you're left at 108k with Two to three thousand dollars in interest. Now, my the interest stopped because of COVID. Now, what if it didn't, right? And so it'd be a lot higher now. So it's chaos. Student loans are a mess, and has cost me several years of my life. I could be doing something else. I'm all for education, but at what cost? It's way too expensive, and we need to realize that. I think we get clouded over the idea of oh, it's education. We should invest in it, but. $100,000 Hundred thousand dollars is way too much, two hundred thousand dollars is way too much, three hundred thousand dollars is too way too much, four hundred thousand dollars is way too much. And I would say even twenty thirty thousand dollars is way too much, right? Ten thousand dollars is good enough for an education, I think that should be a reasonable price for education, not twenty, thirty, forty five, fifty, hundred thousand dollars. It's too high. And there's a lot better options out there than college specifically. It doesn't make sense, right? If you want to learn so badly, just read. Just go to Masterclass, sign up, $120 per year, and you get instructors to actually do what they're doing. And also, you can take classes online as well if you really want to, specifically on certain areas. Now, of course, education is required in certain careers, like Dr. Lawyer and you know health professionals, etc., as well as you know teachers. That's required. But if you're not going to those careers, if you're going to a career that's you know doesn't require a degree, then you don't really need to go college. So student loans are harder than pay, to pay off than credit cards, and this gets into the idea over why why this is so. Here's the thing, right? Student loans are the new credit cards. College are increasing their cost of the school and encouraging more, like, forcing students into debt. Schools have the power to raise the cost without any repercussions. They know they can because of student loans. Because of this, the cost of college will go any higher. The statement I got when I went to college, take out a loan, it'll be fine. It won't be. That student loan will be with you forever if you don't pay it off. Quickly, it's unethical cool on the approach of how they're doing it. Student loans are the worst debt to have other than credit cards uh, and auto loan debt. But I think student loan debt is a lot worse than any of those two two combined. If your parents didn't tell you about student loan debt no one else, well, educators and financial aid encourage it. I mean, they're making money, right? And so why would they care? I actually have a, a professor state uh, at Denison, actually, where they were like, "Oh yeah, what's the what's the real big point about student loan debt?" I know my friend who has a two hundred thousand dollars, and I didn't go, I didn't not go off on him on that one. I was like, because you're trapped with it, and. You have to pay at least $2000 per month on that student loan where you can invest that money in something else, where you can probably travel, maybe go into another venture, maybe do something that you absolutely love, etc. Like $2000 is a lot, right? And I'm paying 1200 as my minimum for student loans. Like I could be doing something else with that money instead of putting it to loans. But let me tell you this, loans are the worst, student loans are the worst to get into. Here's why. So the student loans interest occurs every day. Now, I didn't realize this until a couple weeks ago, and I didn't really see this until a couple days ago. So I looked at my account, I was like, damn, this is actually true. And so I thought my credit card was hard to pay off. Nope. So once the interest started off uh, up again on the student loans, I didn't realize it was going to occur interest every day. The school didn't tell me that. Maybe I should have known, but again, financial aid, somebody should have told me that. They didn't. Uh, Credit cards only occur interest on the amount you owe each month, not every day. And so my student loan increased by $18, and I'll mention that every day, um, and I'll mention that later, but you can't wipe them out with bankruptcy, like I said. So you you can't declare bankruptcy on student loans. You can for credit cards, but not student loans. Bankruptcy wipes out your debt and has you start in a deeper hole than before. Building your credit up after bankruptcy takes tens plus years, and the bankruptcy is on your record for a decade. I wouldn't advise bankruptcy at all. It's not a good option. Now here's the story with my debt. So with my student loan debt, I'm at $106,000. I looked at my loan for the past several days, and you know I saw my I saw my statements, right? So on Sunday, my statement was this. Outstanding principal was one hundred and five thousand dollars, five hundred and fifty dollars. My incurred interest was nine hundred and thirty-one dollars. Okay. Then on Monday I looked at it again, and it said, "Hey, one hundred and five dollars, or one hundred and five thousand dollars, five hundred and fifty. Sorry, one hundred and five thousand five hundred and fifty dollars. My current interest is now at a nine hundred and fifty dollars." That's just one day. So my interest incurred or increased $18 in one day. And I just checked it again today and the day before that. It has increased $18 every single day. What? That's a lot of money. You can times that by 30. You can times that by 365. That is a lot of money. And here's the problem. And I think that's the problem is, like, because of that, it's going to take me a lot longer to pay this off. I was projecting 4.3 years, but now it's going to take me 5.3, maybe 6.3. So now the time for the education has gone up to 12, 13 years, right? Because you have to add in this time you spent – Doing that education, but you have to also add in the amount of money to pay off for that student loan. For me, it's five plus years. Seven years going to school plus five years, that is 12 years. Honestly, you could have been doing something else, right? That's what I'm saying. It's like I spent all that time going to a career that actually forced me to go into grad school when I should have been doing something else. So every payment I submit, 80% of it's going toward interest. Uh, I tried calling them, but I'll have, I didn't want to wait for two hours, so I send an email and see if they will, will apply. Uh, but basically, I, I'm asking them, hey, can I get more of my payment toward that principal instead of the interest? So if I get the principal down, the interest will go down. So that's my thought, uh, and you know, I'm, I'm just trying to figure out like. What area, where can I send that money so I can get more of the principal out of the way? I'm not sure if they're able to do that. I don't know, but I'm going to try. Uh, anyways, the payments are automatically you know, set the pay on the interest first. So the loan company makes money. So I'm barely touching my principal amount with each payment I send. Uh, this makes it very extremely hard to pay off because I'm just, it's a cycle, right? I'm paying off the interest and paying off the interest. And if it occurs every day, uh, I mean, I'm just paying that interest that I paid off from the other paycheck. You know what I mean? It's just like you, know, you pay that amount and then the interest occurs. Two weeks later, I pay that amount again, and it's about the same or where it was. So it's like I'm not making any progress. So I just need to dump more money into it or try to figure out if I can put more money toward the principal. So what did I major in is a good question. I majored in a career that requires a master's degree. I went to graduate school, tried to drop out, but I was talked out of it by the director. So they're trying to save their you know but and make money off me instead of worrying about my financial well-being? Question mark? I I seem so, right? So I stayed in the career. I didn't want to do any more of the mountain debt uh, racked up even higher to 118,000, and I couldn't get out of it. Right, the careers, ethnic athletic training. The pay that I, I would get out of graduate school would probably be around 50k, might be pushing 55. Sometimes is a little bit lower. Sometimes is the lower end 40k, it depends on where I work, etc. Which is pathetic, right? Which the, the pathetic compared to the amount of debt I racked up for it. So, if I stay with athletic, athletic training. I would have to do two options, either get a second job to help pay off my debt or just pay on my student loans for 20 plus years. I didn't want to do any of those two options. So crazy thing is you have to pay an exam to become an athletic trainer as well. I didn't pass it twice, so I decided to go with another career because I needed to pay off my debt quickly is either study for the exam Or put my attention and time toward doing something else like this podcast. But not only that, also get more money at like another job, third job, etc. Get more money to pay off my debt quicker. And that's what I was really transitioning for. And I was like, okay, I have to take the second option. I have to because I have to pay this debt off. I don't have time to study anymore. And I only gave my time, my chance to two or three takes and... At that period of time, uh, I just decided to stop at two. I actually took a little break, but I also realized that I needed to pay off my debt. And so that's what I was working on during that break and trying to get my car situated away so I can do dominoes as a side job. And that's what I do now. Funny thing is, I don't even use my car anymore. I use the company car, so it's pretty fun. But anyways, uh, so it sucks that, you know, I was able to. You know, I pursued a career that I wanted to do for a long time, but I couldn't do it, and now I need to pay off my debt, and this is the way. I'm pissed and discouraged to continue this debt-free journey, but I will persist because if I don't, it's going to get worse. I have to buckle down more and start putting more money on this loan as quickly as I can. So without further ado, let's get it. Mm. So that is it for this episode. I just want to provide a little bit more information about this book, my current read, The Dead Trap. Talk a little bit about it. I'm going to provide a more deep uh, review and more detailed review over this book later. So stay tuned for that. But today's topic was talking a little bit about it and discussing about student loans. Things that I didn't know and... Reasons on why it's so hard to pay off and why it's harder to pay off than credit card debt and Talk a little bit about it with my story on my journey of paying off that uh, Student loan debt that I have and you know realizing for me is just it's very hard to pay it off And so how do I? make sure that I pay it off in that time frame of 4.3 years and you know It might be where I have to get another job, which would be absolutely insane. I don't even know how that's going to be possible, but we might have to do that. And so we'll see. Or I might have to transition, go to another career. I don't know. Uh, We shall see. And that will be the the trajectory for the next couple months, years, etc. So I really want to provide a little bit more information about it. And this is a kind of a different book uh, review. Uh, it's more of like a synopsis of what I'm reading currently. And right now, I'm just reading this book and just digesting it slowly and realizing that my interest or my student loans is becoming a lot more difficult to pay off than I thought. And so, that trajectory of paying that off is going to be a little bit longer. All right, this is going to be the quick spiel uh, about Johnny's book reviews. Essentially, where to find me if you want more information about the books that I've read, or if you want a quick review, etc. So, if you guys want a quick review, or a quick post, or a quick video about the book, definitely check out my uh, Facebook and Instagram. I provide a post every day, and I provide as much information on those posts as I can. And then on Goodreads I provide a review over every book that I read. So that's my most up-to-date one where I'm currently putting every book that I have read. And then my Twitter account Johnny's Book Rev, one I provide a thread about books, provide some lessons that I got from books, book reviews, etc. My YouTube channel Johnny's Book Reviews, I don't have I have a couple reviews on there, but I'm, I'm trying to provide quicker reviews, but also uh, videos of books that I see or kind of quick reviews over books that I have read. This podcast uh, has, I'm providing a review every Friday, a deeper review over books, uh, trying to get, dive deeper into these books and then I'm going to be mentioning or talking a little bit about how I've been able to read so much, my thoughts about reading, etc., on separate days. And so, if you guys want to support this podcast, you can support from $1 to $10. dollars we will help out this podcast, provide better reviews to you guys, etc. And then I provide written reviews on johnny'sbookreviews.com. That's kind of where I started, but that's a big platform where I have a ton of blogs and reviews on there. So definitely check that out as well. And then on medium.com, I'm focusing a little bit more on medium.com because there's like a big writing community on there. So uh, that's at Johnny's Book Reviews. I provided, you know, again, a ton of book reviews on there and a ton of blogs that are not actually on the the website yet, Johnny's Book Reviews. So definitely check that out as well. And. Give me a follow. But that's where you can find me. Again, thank you guys so much for listening to this uh, episode. Again, it's just a crazy chaos, chaotic thing to think about. You realize, like, what is going on here? And it just made me think, and I really wanted to provide a little bit more information to you guys about it and provide you guys the context with this Uh, specifically on this book and what I'm currently reading. It's just unbelievable. I just really wanted to provide a discussion over it. But, anyways, I'll see you guys next week. Uh, Iron Flame is coming out in almost under two weeks. I'm so excited for that. I cannot wait to read that. I'm going to have that review out probably that week, maybe that Friday, hopefully Tuesday when it comes out on November 7th, but I'm not really sure if I'm able to. But we shall see. But, Without further ado, thank you guys so much for listening. If you guys want to support this podcast, you can support from $1 to $10 per month. It just helps provide better reviews for you guys. Again, thank you guys so much, and I'll talk to you guys next Friday.